Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review in iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Victor Frankel. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 231. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler Pine City, the B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you in a somber but hopeful day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. The coronavirus has affected us all. I've lost all gigs and therapy dog work for at least a couple weeks, but can't say how grateful I am to the folks ordering commission drawings from me and those who support the podcast. I'm super proud of all the medical workers in my family who are on the front lines of this issue. I've come to the realization that none of this is up to me, and I'm just going to make the best of it. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Very humbled by the kind words of Frank Franklin, who surprised commissioned a drawing of mine for a winner at Pub 42. Thursday, I played a duo show at B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks to Harley Davidson Andrew for tagging along on a couple shows. Macklemore Corey won again on Music Trivia. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Great to have Len, Linda, Donnie, and Nate rocking away the evening with me. Saturday, I played a duo show show at Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin. Fun St. Pat's weekend. Happy birthday, Jackie. Guest this week is part one of three with the top five Kiss songs of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Happy from the band Hairball, Candace from the KQRS Morning Show, Mr. Zero, Kyle Hansen of RKH Images, Brad from the St. Paul Curling Club, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Mark Sterry Music.
Music Podcast, everybody. We have a huge episode tonight. Again, we're here at the B-Dale Club in beautiful St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. And I've been looking forward to this for a very, very long time. We got some major rock stars here, even dressed up and everything. We have the top five Kiss songs of all time. We're in debate on the podcast this week. So we have our celebrity guest panel of... To my right, Kyle Hansen of RKH Images. We have Candace Wheeler of the KQRS Morning Show. We have Mr. Zero from Kissin' Time and Mr. Zeros. We have Happy from Hairball, who I've always wanted to meet. And uh, Billy Thomas has been on the show a zillion times and has always talked about you. And we have Brad from the St. Paul Curling Club, who happens to be a big Kiss fan. Also with our Judge Karen and our other side judge here, Tracy. Tracy's looking up pictures of last podcast left guys with their clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're doing here is we're doing the top five Kiss songs of all time and how this works. Candice, should we go this way or this way? What do you think? Uh, This way probably, huh? Yeah, clockwise always. Oh, this way? Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do here is, uh, first of all, let's say my grandma's listening. Who can tell us a little bit about Kiss? (laughs) Kyle, do you want to field this one? Uh, They started in 1973. Before that, they were Wicked Lester. They rose very quickly to be America's top voted band in 1977. And from there, it escalated until about 1979 when it got kind of family-friendly, and then they made The Elder. And then it took a long time. <laughs> which is great. For, uh, which a lot of fans like. I, As a 10-year-old kid, I didn't get it. And then when they came back with Creatures of the Night, I was all right back into it. And ever since then, we've, nice. I've been a fan. What would be the... Who is like the prime lineup of Kiss, would you say, Brad? Oh, definitely with Ace Freely. So it would be Paul Stanley? Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, uh, Gene Simmons, and... Peter Chris? Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. So I was getting, I blew out a mic or a mic cord earlier and I stopped at Midwest Speaker. And one of the guys at Midwest Speaker said, Kiss is either band you love or you hate. In the 70s, they, they were, were very polarized. You either liked them or you didn't. Kind of like disco, you think? Uh, in my opinion, nobody liked disco. Disco <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Nobody would taste it. They didn't know. They didn't know what they were doing. They oh were all boy. High on, my uh, mom liked disco. Stimulants. Well, the, <laughs> you guys might not believe this, but JT, the cook back there uh, for T Birds Cafe and Takeaway, used to date Donna Summer. No, sh- no crap. <laughs> no shit, he did. Okay, cool. <laughs> he used to own the Flame Burger in Roseville, right, JT? And you're the pro. <laughs> tied tied to Casablanca Records, which of course you know Kiss almost. Uh, Bankrupted them, and then they escalated them to, you know, having good stock. Nice. Both on on that label. Hell yeah, man. And speaking of happy right here, I just read on the Hairball Facebook page that today is the 46th anniversary of Kiss's debut record. How significant was that record, Kyle? Uh, Well, the critics hated it at first, if I remember right. Yeah, they, they equated Gene's bass playing to buffalo farts. Yeah, <laughs> so it took. That's in Rolling Stone. That's like, which that's actually cool. would be a great name of a of a bass oh, player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo farts. 
Oh my God, I so absolutely yeah, I, love I, it. The Buffalo first three, Springfield and Buffalo Farts. I don't know. Just, yeah, the first three <laughs> albums weren't really that commercially successful until Alive came out, and that's when it broke. Was didn't they do a bunch of overdubs on Alive too? Uh, live yeah, as well. but you know, to quote Paul Stanley, it's as live as it needs to be. I love it. And, and in addition to that, so was Thin Lizzy's uh, Live and Dangerous. Live and Dangerous. Yep. So was Rush's All the World's a Stage. You know, the, Kiss wasn't the only one, they were just the most famous. Now that I have a bit more free time on my hands, I'm planning on making a new Richmond run to visit previous podcast guest Steve Merrill and Duke. And for sure, stopping by 45th Parallel for some whiskey. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparalleldistillery.com for hours and more information. So we're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy during this lockdown time. Try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, How about Frampton? Was his alive doctored as well? I can't believe it wasn't. I wish I would have Kyle on here for the top five Iron Maiden songs. The guy's got a tattooed sleeve of Iron Maiden on his arm. And you had a little Eddie on top of your microphone. That was pretty oh my cool. God, where is he? Oh, he's right here. For good luck. Oh, bring him I've out. Been, bring him out. I've been following his Eddie pictures around <laughs> the world. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. Hey, back off my man, dude. He's mine. You can follow Eddie at uh, K-I-E-I-L-L-69. Nice. <laughs> or hashtag where's Eddie. I love it. Okay, so how this all works is that we'll go clockwise here, and we'll say your number five iron, uh, five Kiss song and why and whatever you want to say. And if it's on your list, it will be removed. You cannot say it again. So you have to think of something else. And I so got no we'll go, worries there, Mark. So we'll go five I through do. one or whatever, and then our prizes this week for the winners of this extravaganza we get. So I got a question with the rules then. Is yes. uh, our uh, solo releases considered Kiss releases no. to you? No. What do you guys no. think? No. You say no. I'd say no. no. Okay. No. I say yes, but what do, what do you guys think? I we think said it's no. Fine. <laughs> let's take a vote. You guys are hardcore. Okay. Let's, well, let's vote. Did, okay, let's so vote. It's different. Because we're going to have a lot of Kiss songs. putting out solo albums, though, and they did it together. Actually, Car- actually Karen is our official judge. Oh, yeah. And so what is do Tracy. You say, Karen? So what do you guys think? I, I say we go in the cage with it, you know? Dusty Rhodes, right off the <laughs> <Yeah>. top <laughs> rope, <laughs> the whole thing. Nature Boy Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching you. First I, think, I think that's a whole other show. Cool. You, could have, a, you could have a whole thing just about the solo records. Yeah, so just, just like keep it. a just kiss. Oh, we're going to yeah. go down the rabbit hole? Let's go down the rabbit hole. No, okay, I, love rabbit hole. I love to learn. Actually, it's up to our judge, Karen. What do you think? And Tracy? Rabbit hole. <laughs> rabbit hole? Okay. Sorry, Mr. Zero. I guess we're going down the rabbit hole. Sorry, sorry. I got to leave. <laughs> Okay, uh, so call, uh, our our prizes for Rockstar this competition Bobby. are 
I know some don't drink, and that's fine. But our yeah, third Mr. place. Mr. Zero's donated a prize for you, Mark. Yes, I appreciate that. That's going to be our number three prize. Whoever gets third place gets a Kiss Sounded Vocal Ooh. Spectacular Tonight concert sticker. Cool. And a drink Which chip. is from the first album, which you mentioned. Which is 46 years old today. That is correct. Second place. I like doing weird stuff. Uh, second place is a eight track. <laughs> oh, my God. Of Steve Miller Band's That's Fly awesome. Like an Eagle. That's a good album. And a drink chip. That, I'm That's pumped not really a first. prize, Mark. I'm not really motivated <laughs> <good>. by that. <laughs> well, you own a damn shop. I mean, yeah. some, so here's my favorite one, though. So the number one prize is... Vinyl, fresh off the presses, from April 1976. Monty Python. Oh, oh my God. Now that's a prize. <laughs> R.I.P. Terry Jones. Ship. I know. I'd get Monty, that tomorrow. I love Monty Python. I have a Monty Python tattoo also. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible. You're a loony. The Black Knight always trumps. How are you? Come on, then. Okay, let's fire this up. So, episode one, we're gonna start with Brad. Brad, what is your number five top five Kiss song of all time, and why? Oh, I didn't know about the why. I didn't oh, you don't have to that. say why. You don't have to. Whatever. I'm gonna go with Detroit Rock City for my number five. <laughs> That's a pretty I've heavy hit. It. How come? What TV show was that the main song for? It was in a movie. What movie? Detroit Rock, Rock City. City. Detroit Rock City. <laughs> there you go. And we have the king of the bocce ball tournament 2020, Dale Severson, right here. He's just recovering from our show on Sunday night. Oh, my God. I guess I picked that because it's kind of uh, at the end of the concert. It's one of the big songs. So. Yes. And, Brad, how many times have you seen Kiss Live? Four times. Four times. Nice. What was your favorite one? Favorite one was at Rockfest 15 years ago, Ooh. second row center stage, outdoors. Is that when they, they played All American Man that night? Yes, they did. Wow. Monir from ID texted me some new Grand Cherokees they got in. The gray and black one on their website is beautiful. Would love to upgrade sometime soon, but got to squeeze a few more miles out of my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff could have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Jesus, you guys are a bunch of I, kiss marks. That's, what that's, what I was just tell that's where uh, I got this t-shirt. Okay, next up on the list. Happy from the band Hairball. So glad to have you here, man. What's your number five kiss song of all time? I... I don't have a list, but I'll wing it. I haven't written anything down, but That's it's okay. all up here. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? I'm I'm going to go a little bit more deep cut than Captain Obvious over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, I went first. I'm, I'm going to say uh, 
I'm gonna say Flaming Youth. Ooh. Nice one. one. And I'm I'm gonna say that because uh, when the magical years of being a Kiss fan, which for me, I I saw the Love Gun tour, St. Paul Civic Center. That was my first time seeing him. So that was a, a time period in my life about junior high school, where me and my buddies were, we we, you know sleep over you know at, at the house or we'd have the tent in the backyard my parents would probably think we were you know just good boys whatever but we were always sneaking out and we were stealing floodlights oh my God. Uh, <laughs> we so uh so we uh we would just do a lot of vandalism but the the floodlight stealing was for an actual cause we were uh, building homemade lights we at one point from my first band which was called jet screamer and uh, we had 400 of those things. I, I was amazed that my parents never asked where that all came from. <laughs> but uh, but I, I'm just saying at that point that it was the magic years of Kiss, the lyrics of Flaming Youth really speak to that kind of time. You know, my parents, they got crazy. Well, just kind of to, to us, it was like almost a, a reckless youth, troublemaking teenagers war cry to me not only that but there's kind of like a little bit of a turnaround in the uh the the outro you know that it's it's kind of like almost uh, not straightforward and you wouldn't expect that from kiss we expect that from rush but if you listen closely it's kind of interesting at the end of flaming youth but Wow, that that's my how why where I, I'd like to comment. That's a hell of an answer. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what Happy is referring to Ace Frehley wrote and as a song called Mad Dog, and then they rewrote it in the studio as Flaming Youth. Really? So Ace wrote that specific riff. I see. I didn't know that. Wow, that's why we have Mr. Zero. Mr. Zero next. You know, Which number five. Number top five. five I, song of all time. I did a lot of preparation for this, Mark. As uh, I have a lot, I have several radio shows, so I'm always prepared, and I did it methodically for myself. Yeah. So it's it's not really going to go with the flow with what you guys are doing. But uh, number five for me would be "Making Love" from Rock and Roll Over, November 1976. <laughs> That's one of the one Kiss songs I can play in bass and guitar. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, that's hot! I want to see that. It's uh, I I don't, I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it, it rocks. So yeah, I, I mean, it it's straight straightforward rock and roll. Candace Wheeler from the KQRS Morning Show. What? Candace, <laughs> great to have you here again tonight. This is Candace's like millionth podcast with us here at the BDL yeah. Club. You ever seen what kind of work this girl does? She, she has so many things going on. It's crazy. Acme Comedy Club. We'll see how I know Candace. Some canine-inspired change. You do therapy dog work for these inner city schools. So during the day. She's a busy girl. You're a busy girl. Candace, what is your number five kiss song of all time? Shock me.
but I don't know an album. And so love, love Gun, Gun June <laughs> of 1977. Oh, I just love 80s. I thought Zero's head was almost going to explode <laughs> right away. Like, hey, I'm the classic girl. Everyone knows that. But I love Ace so much. Um, it was so fun going to see him um, at the New Hope Cinema Grill when he did his Q&A. My friend Sadie and I saw that he was going to the bathroom, so we went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out at the same time, and we were like, hey, Ace. He was like, hi, girls. <laughs> it was the best moment of my life. I just He's just so gentle and genuine and rocks, and I love him. And yeah. That's a great answer. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Kyle, we should hit up, uh, let's see how many times everybody's seen Kiss. That's cool. Okay, sure. Four. 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 I I haven't counted. I can guarantee you it's more than four. I I've uh, well, I mean, I for sure caught every tour from Love Gun on. I, wow. I don't believe I missed a tour. I don't, and I don't think I've. Usually, I see one show every tour. I don't think I've. I know some of you have probably seen multiple shows, a tour. But uh, so I, I mean, I'm going to say that's probably like. A dozen or so, wouldn't that be at least? Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Mr. Zero? Uh, I lost track after 40. 40? Oh yeah. my God, dude. Uh, there one tour I saw him five times. So Yikes. It, it's not more than 50, though. Candace? It'll be three on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Kyle? Uh, we all have hey, to I'm start somewhere. I, I did a now quick that they're count. ending, it's a good time to start. <laughs> and I'm right around 35. Dope. I've seen him every time since 79 when I was 10 years old. Wow, and you've, I got, think I'll be you've got a, a girlfriend, too. <laughs> I got married. <laughs> She's actually been around for 20 years, yeah. so it's oh my good. God. <laughs> I'll be one on Monday if I go with you guys. I've never seen him before. Never seen him live. Yeah, you oh, should come on it. Monday. Oh, Let's I go. Should. I got to concur with Kyle, though. He, he talked about the creatures of the night, and I was uh, row number four right in front of Paul's mic. And Wendy Williams of Plasmatics, you know, she sawed probably an Epiphone or something in half. But I was kind of at that point, like Kyle was talking about how it was kind of a rebirth for him with Kiss. And it, it kind of was for me. So I want to reiterate a little brotherhood between me and Kyle there that it was uh, one of the better performances I've ever seen for them. I, and just to toot my own horn. Uh, uh, you know, I was going through my cancer stuff, and Paul actually called it home. And I, I thought that, uh, I thought that Bob of, of uh, Hairball was pranking me and, and making a joke because it, you know, it whatever. And you know, hey, hey, Mike, this is Paul Stanley, and I was almost gonna like, hey, Bob, and you're a big stupid asshole. You know? <laughs> And, and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm telling my mom and dad, you know, they were staying with me, help, you know, whatever, uh, to uh, turn, turn, turn the TV off. I can't hear anything. I'm trying to hear Paul talk, and he's like, you know, I, when he started naming off things that I knew only me and him would know together, I realized it really was him. And we talked about the creature show, me and Paul. That's awesome. And uh, because I, I told him that it was just one of the best performances that I've that I'd seen and that I'd kind of given up on Kiss, you know, because they were dolls and just, I don't know, it seemed candy, childish, you know, a lot of the unmasked, those records, it wasn't the core of Kiss. And all of a sudden it just came out in front of a half arena and just 
plowed. And Paul said to me, uh, he said, well, sometimes when you're down, you find out what you're made of. Oh and, and he had yeah. called me because of the That's cancer cool. thing. And then that kind of really spoke to me with the cancer stuff. It, it was like, it, it was like, you know, when you're down, you got to figure out what you're made of. So, so you know, me, me battling this is kind of like my little creatures of the night uh, thing. So once again, Kiss is helping, you know, awesome. get me through it. It's that's awesome. Cool. I say that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Happy. That's just spectacular. My life took a good turn when Copper the Wonder Golden and I became part of Canine Inspired Change. All the heartwarming and memorable experiences we've gained from doing therapy dog work can't be counted or put into words. So sad that so much therapy dog work has been canceled. Copper misses her dog teams and students. We do have hopes so that we'll be getting back in the classrooms sometime soon. Canine Inspired Change is a nonprofit organization dedicated to giving vulnerable youth the social emotional tools they need to be active participants in their schools and their communities. Our work helps these remarkable young people transcend trauma, social struggles, and isolation by sparking meaningful connections with dogs, volunteers, and each other. If you are interested in giving back to the community with your dog or contributing to this worthwhile nonprofit organization, please look into Canine Inspired Change at Canine. Inspiredchange.org. And and it is the 37th anniversary tonight of that show. Wow. Tonight? Oh tonight. Wow, that's how this yep. all worked out. That's great. Wow, between Kyle and Zero, it's like an encyclopedia. <laughs> I know, it's uh, crazy. So for uh, the people that knowledge. don't know who the Plasmatics are, they're a band, kind of an art rock, hard rock band. I got a shout out to my buddy Clyde Bailey who got me into the Plasmatics. Wendy Williams is a singer, and she's the one who put the... Well, JT invented this for her, but she puts a little electrician's tape over her titties. <laughs> over the nipples, yeah. The nipple nice. part, yeah. And they have a song called Butcher Babies. They're think, just uh, incredible. I just love those guys. You're going to do that guys. later, right? Is that a prize? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for um, Kyle, what's your pick again, brother? <laughs> uh, number five for me would be Rocket Ride. Rocket Ride's on side four of Alive 2, and a lot of it comes from, I like Gene and A songs. And so it came from me that that's the one when I first heard that, that riff that just starts, it's awesome. And it doesn't stop until it's done. And it's one of the best tunes I've done. Sounds great, man. Good pick. All right. My number five. Since Karen pointed this out, that one of the drink trips I put out was from the DN campground by my hometown of Turtle Lake, <laughs> Wisconsin. Are you serious? Yeah. Wrong damn drink. Oh wrong damn bar. So you have an Uber for us up there when we get, when we get that? So I, my number five actually fits with this, uh, the DN campground. One of my best friends, Tony Grimm. I, I have a crew of friends. We hang out in my hometown. We kind of do our thing, whatever. And every single time we go to the bar, we have to play a Kiss song. And we sing along and rock out to it. And we haven't really arrived at a bar until we've heard this song in the jukebox. And I've actually asked Mr. Zero about this song before when I've stopped by the store. But my number five is from their Rock and Roll Over Album from 1976, the song Hard Luck Woman. Hard luck woman. You ain't a hard luck woman. 
So, Mr. Zero, you were telling me a story about that song. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that song? Uh, probably the original. Paul wrote it with the idea of Rod Stewart singing it. And That's Rod, it. And Rod Stewart said, you're joking, right? I'm not doing one of your songs. And uh, they were doing it in the studio. Uh, I don't know. They were, like, demoing it or something. And, and Peter said, I- I'd be great on that. And then so they did. And they said, wow, it, we didn't get Rod Stewart, but we got, like, the next best thing. So, And Gene once said... Um, the guy is tone deaf and has a one-note range, but I love every sound that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Do you know who covered that song in the 90s? No. And, and Kiss backed that artist. Yep, Garth Brooks. Cool. Yes. You mean Chris Gaines? Yes, Chris Gaines. <laughs> per- performed on, uh, was it Letter- Letterman or Leno they, they were on? Uh, I think it was on Letterman, yeah, but it was, was on the Kiss My Ass uh, tribute album. Yeah, and it was Kiss with Garth Brooks on Letterman. <laughs> Jesus. And my wife just realized that's how she knows that song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. Well, I hope we're playing the right version of the DN Campground when we go out. But all right, let's do one more round before we take a break. Brad, what's number four top five Kiss song of all time? I'm gonna go with Cold Gin. Oh, you son of a bitch! Ace, That's ace, off my ace. list. I know. I went up. I, 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 that was a steel pick. Sorry. That was on my list. I don't like gin, but listen to that. Oh, gin's the shits. Uh, I don't play to win, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Ace song, right? Well, Ace wrote it. Ace wrote it, and Gene sang it. But on the '96 tour, they let Ace sing part of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Cold Gin. Yeah, yeah on the, when they did verse. the reunion. All right, Happy. What's your number four? Cold Gin would have been the first Kiss song that I learned to play on guitar. And it took me forever to figure out that that middle break. You know, to figure out whether you're bending that or it seemed like a new space age technique to me at the time when I first heard it. But uh, I'm kind of totally winging it here. But uh, and I, I just feel... I, I tend to fast forward through the big hits even though they were great songs. Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little more deep cut through my five, and I'm gonna say, uh, "Love her all I can, dress to kill." I just like the simplicity and the the harmonies. It's just kind of that uh, simple. I don't know. Some of the songs in Dress to Kill and those earlier feel-good Kiss songs remind me of the simplicity of some of the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand, you know, uh, Twist and Shout. You know, Kiss was kind of almost like the... All of the songs sounded different, and there were harmonies built that weren't that complicated, but it, it made them sound thick and it just reminds me a little bit of early Beatles I would say the other than the elder the Beatles of course expanded in their song writing you know depth they have a little more depth than Kiss undoubtedly but uh, that that simple rock and roll you know peppy 
you know. The opening riff is awesome. Yeah, also. the opening riff, the the vocal harmonies oh, are yeah. great. The, there, there's a lot of it just Paul and Gene's voice together blended, you know. Just I, I'm winging it here, and that's nice. what you get from me. I love it. Do you want some trivia on that, Mark? Sure, that's what you're here for. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The 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 part that Happy's referring to on Cold Gin, Gene wrote it. Ace wrote the whole song, but Gene wrote the bridge and did not take credit. And the song that Happy just referred to now, Lover All I Can, was actually written well before Kiss. Paul Stanley was trying to write a song like Naz's Open My Eyes. And uh, if you kind of move the notes around, you would know that, Happy. Move the notes around, it's, that's what it is, is Naz's Open My Eyes. I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always great. Was so looking forward to the four-ball pool golf tourney at B-Dale this Sunday, but of course bars are closed and that won't be happening. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told after being talked about on these podcast ads, the Waller's Wood Hill cocktails were selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one when Minnesota Mars are back open. Mine is Sweet Pain. Why? Because yes. it's the. I had heard Kiss prior uh, on the radio, the Rock and Roll Night, Beth, and uh, it was like, mm, shout out loud. Mm. But my buddy uh, down a couple houses over, Jimmy Smith, when we lived in Jackson, Mississippi, he said, "Hey, I got Kiss Destroyer," and I go, "Yeah." So, and he goes, "Have you heard Detroit Rock City?" And I said, "Nah." And his mom wouldn't let us come in the house, so he put the speaker in the window. And we'd stand in the front yard, and then he'd like we'd like tell him what song to play through the window. And he puts on Detroit Rock City, and I go, mm. and then he, I said, "What else is on there?" And he hands me the cover, and I go, "Sweet Pain." Uh, I, I don't know how old I was, teen, early teens. I was like, "What does that mean?" I was laughing. Sweet Pain, that makes no sense. I said, "Play that one." And I heard the opening, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And then I heard Gene's voice, and it sent shivers down my spine, and I was hooked. And that was my band. Summer of '76, Jackson, Mississippi. I Candace, love that's a good, that's what? a Dusty Rhodes promo right there. That's <laughs> a way to put that song over. Candace, what's number four? Calling Doctor Love. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Because I love silly-ass rock and roll, and it's just really fun. It's fun and flirty. I love to sing it on karaoke because it gets everyone in a good mood. Um, Gene Simmons, obviously, singing. That's my man. So, Candice, mm-hmm. I've noticed from previous podcasts, because we've done the do- top five Black Sabbath ones before, yep. you like the doctor I'd smoke thing. y'all on Black Sabbath, by the way. Go ahead. What was your doctor song in Black Sabbath you like so much? Doctor. 
on their rock and technical roll doctor. SSC record. Oh, yeah, rock and roll doctor. Rock yeah. and roll doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I like doctors. She likes rock and roll doctors. <laughs> All right, Kyle, what's number four, buddy? Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Domino. You son oh of God. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Because in 92, they, they had made, what, you had Asylum, you had Hot in the Shade, it, they were weak albums, they had a couple hits, and then I was working at Down the Valley at the time, and I got a promo tape about a month before the album came out from the Polygram rep, and it sat in my deck for probably two months in my car. I never switched it, it just kept going over and over, and Domino was the one that even people who I worked with who didn't like rock and roll they were they had the I don't know they just didn't like anything but if it was an alternative even said that domino was awesome I love we named that a cat song after. I got are you serious so you should yeah. have picked it if you named an animal over that I got I got some trivia on that I know I was hoping I really <laughs> you, you may want to you, you told me about the trivia. you may want to edit this out I have to say though that domino was my number four as well uh, I still listen well, to that song. She took my shock me. So. Oh, she did? Yep. When that bitch over. Like, what, I just think that song, is, I just love that song. Oh, yeah. Cool, tricky rock tune. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want the trivia now? Sure, go ahead. Gene did not write it. There was a band in L.A. working on an album, and they, as a joke, said, let's write a song like ACDC. And Gene was producing this band, and he walked in as they were finishing it up, and he goes, I like that. How much? And they said... They said, well, you know, we're just goofing around. He goes, will five grand do it? Because there was five guys in the band. They go, yes. <laughs> oh and he paid him five grand on the spot for Domino. Who was that, Which is one of the reasons why Paul Stanley has said on record that Gene may or may have not written. <laughs> what band was it? You know, they wouldn't tell me. The guy that told me the story knows the drummer from the band, and they wouldn't tell me because they didn't want the back. Wow, folklore. It's probably black and blue. It was it was Jet Screamer. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it all along. I want to know who wrote the guitar riff. The guy in the the guitar player in that band. We actually played that with Bruce Kulick at one of our uh, anniversary shows. He guest spotted with us, and I was very curious. I was there. I was very curious to watch him. You know, I played rhythm, but you know to. Get the details of him doing that. There's that little fingering technique, and of course, it sounded just like the record. So. I got I got pictures to prove that he was on. Stage. And the way he's just a, this gut way of singing, loud, loud, he just puts it over. And I love that ZZ Top. You know, I think because there's a usually when you do a gag order, it's 20 years. And uh, has it been 20 years for that yet? Yeah, I think it has. It's got it. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has been. Domino yeah. is 90, 92 off the yeah, revenge. May. Jesus. Good Lord, that was 28 years ago. Okay, my number four, we'll take a little short break here. My number four, I'm going to dedicate this one to, I teach summer school in my hometown of Turtle Lake, Wisconsin for three weeks out of the summer. And one of my students came up and he goes, his name is Ray Ray. And he comes up and gives me the CD. I can't believe it even played. It was so carved up and whatever. Like Candace usually does for the, these podcasts, she brings a stack of CDs or whatever. Oh, yeah, I did that one. And um, <laughs> and so the first, it was it was Kiss Greatest Hits, 
And I've heard this was song, but it was my re-love of this song. And apparently this is the first guitar track that Ace Freely played for KISS, like an audition version or something. It's off their 1974 record, KISS, the song Deuce. Oh. That was on my list too, You just Mark. killed everybody. Nice. Okay, you guys, thanks for tuning in to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. That's part one of the top five KISS songs of all time. We'd like to thank Brad from the St. Paul Curling Club, Happy from the band Hairball, Mr. Zero from Kissin' Time, Candace from the KQ Morning Show, Kyle Hans from the RKH Images, and please, thank you to the BDL Club for having us here, and please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler Pine City, The B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time.
who took the time to help me up during the steep climb out of the world of savagery and crime I'd been chewed up and spit out in my prime so Sunday mornings when I rise and shine I head downtown on my own dime to share my story with kids on paths like mine trying to wake them up while they do with their time one Friday night on the Selby corner cops drove by when I was selling marijuana threw me in a jail cell hotter than a sauna was just 17 and sure I was a corner despite receiving the best from my mama no one can save me not even Dalai Lama living my life like a school says and drama got me locked up and wearing jumpsuit pajamas one Friday night on the Selby corner cops drove by when I was selling marijuana threw me in a jail cell hotter than a sauna was just 17 and sure I was a corner despite Drama got me locked up and wearing jumpsuit pajamas.